It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. My name is Tom Scarda. This is a place to learn about franchising, everything you ever wanted to know, but didn't know where to go to ask. So we help franchises, uh, we help businesses franchise. We also help people sell their franchises and we match people with opportunities based on skills and personality and goals, kind of like the e-harmony of business. If you get a chance, get over to the website, thefranchiseacademy.com. Check out my number one best-selling book, Franchise Savvy, and my new online course, 45 videos on how to buy a franchise. Everything that I, that ever came out of my mouth about franchising is in one of those videos. So check that out. Today, I am excited. We have a great company to talk about. And something that a lot of people ask me about is laundromats. And so we have a company called Laundrolab that is turning the industry on its ear. And I want to talk to one of the co-founders, Dan DeQuesto. And I know I probably said that wrong, Dan. <laughs> um, no, you're good. You're good. Oh, awesome. Um, Dan has been in the industry for quite a while, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to blow it. I want Dan to tell us a little bit about Laundrolab. So Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and uh, excited to dive in. Yeah, this is so super. So Laundry Lab, I mean, how did you even come up with a laundry concept? Yeah, that's uh, typically the first question that we get asked uh, when people uh, look at us or uh, hear about uh, what company we're representing um, they say laundry. Uh, it's always the first question. How'd you get into this? And so I can't take credit. Um, I do have a co-founder, uh, our CEO, uh, and my best friend, more importantly, uh, his name is Alex Smirzniak. Um, he, uh, uh, he got me into the business. And so, uh, we've been best friends since we were in sixth grade. Um, we grew up in uh, a small town outside of, uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota area. Um, and once we graduated high school, we kind of, that was the first time we kind of went our separate ways. I stayed uh, up in Minnesota and he went to school at Wake Forest University down here where we are now in North Carolina. And uh, his freshman year, uh, he came across uh, an opportunity to make some extra cash with a business called Wake Wash, uh, which was an on-campus uh, student-created business uh, that flushed out of uh an entrepreneurship class where a teacher said, Hey, here's $20, go start a business. And so Alex uh, was looking for ways to make money. He became a bag runner where he would go dorm room to dorm room to pick up dirty laundry and dry cleaning outside of uh, a, a college student's dorm. And uh, he fell in love with the business. And uh, later that year, the students who started the business were ended up uh, graduating and going to uh, uh, their corporate big boy jobs. Uh, and so Alex presented them uh, an opportunity to sell him the business, uh, which went through. Alex grabbed two other partners, bought the business, and ended up scaling it uh, throughout his next three years at Wake Forest. And so that was really what kind of created 
the laundry itch, let's call it. Um, and then uh, I'll fast forward. Uh, Alex ended up scaling and selling that business, uh, which is still running today with a student run organization. So it's a cool little story inside of Wake Forest University. But um, when he graduated in 2014, um, uh, I was doing sales and marketing at a startup in Minneapolis. And we always knew we wanted to get into business together. We were 23 years old at the time. And uh, we thought, hey, what a no better time than now to get into business together. And we looked at what we wanted to do. Ultimately, uh, what sparked our interest was getting into the laundry industry on a more wide scale of uh, servicing a wider range of customers. And and that's where we joined forces, put our heads together and, and uh, ultimately uh, launched our first sort of laundry company called 2U Laundry uh, back in 2016 in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, which is when we got started. So almost seven, seven full years into, into the business and the industry and uh, have, uh, have done uh, millions of pounds of laundry uh, since we've started and a lot of other crazy milestones. But uh, that's what brought us uh, to where we are here today. So cool. So you're actively selling franchises as Laundry Lab. As Laundry Lab, yep. So you heard me mention to you laundry. That's how we got into the laundry industry back in 2016. Uh, and I'll the short story behind that is um, 2U is more of a predominantly pickup and delivery laundry service catered to your more affluent, busy family with kids who has a washer and dryer in their own home. And so we built a whole business model, tech-enabled service concept, really focused on a point-to-point pickup and delivery. And in doing that, if you think about it at scale, if we want to target Charlotte, North Carolina, there's there's hundreds of thousands of customers that we could target and service. And uh, we do do that. We have vans operating Monday through Friday, picking up hundreds of orders, bags of laundry from these uh, more affluent customers, but they have to be cleaned somewhere. And so our iteration through ultimately getting into Laundry Lab was we needed to basically define and build our own supply chain. And the supply chain is more or less a laundromat. And so we looked at the, the operational supply chain and said, hey, we could go to these existing mom and pop operators and bring them this pickup and delivery revenue. But what we found was that we needed to control as much as we could. Um, and that his- historically, those operators just were not ready to maintain and scale what is a traditional sort of small business concept, whereas we had big ambitions to bring a highly revenue optimized machine that just happens to bring a whole new revenue stream to a traditional laundromat concept. And so we we were ambitious and we said, well, we're going to build our own laundromat concept. And so in 2018, we did just that. Um, we went to market with uh, um, looking at real estate to say, hey, we want to bring a modern version of the, the the old school antiquated industry of laundromats. And we just saw a huge opportunity there to level up the industry ultimately with the goal of being able to to bring our pickup and delivery business through those front through those uh those four walls and so uh during the pandemic we really took a step back to realize hey here's our go-to-market strategy to expand quicker and we uncovered that there was a massive opportunity to bring a modern day laundromat franchise concept um, to the franchise industry that nobody was tackling it the way that we were and so basically off of our proof of concept store that we have here in Charlotte, we packaged up and brought Laundry Lab to market in January of 2021 uh, last year. 
with the goal of building Laundry Lab infrastructure across the country through the franchising model, and then layer our 2U pickup and delivery business on top of it exclusively to our network of store owners across the country to bring them another guaranteed revenue stream, uh, which is what everybody in the laundromat industry is trying to uh, uh, innovate towards. And so we kind of worked our way backwards into the laundromat industry and are gaining momentum every single day with bringing on new, highly sophisticated store owners to help us ultimately build the first nationally recognized brand in laundry. Amazing story. So it started as really just a pickup and delivery service, but then you created your own supply, and so you have your own store. So yep, that means you. So I. So if you bought a franchise, then or if I bought a franchise, I have I'll have a small team of people that are picking up laundry locally, or people still just coming and doing their own laundry. At a Great question. Yeah, that's probably the 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 number one question that we get asked through the development or or uh, evaluation process is how do the two companies work together? Um, Laundry Lab. Let's uh, the way that I like to describe it is most people are familiar with a Postmates or a DoorDash or an Uber Eats concept where you'll order food from your phone and maybe you're ordering, let's call it McDonald's uh, for some reason. You're willing to pay fifteen dollars for a Big Mac. Um, but at the end of the day, that McDonald's is still going to process and uh, manufacture or, or create that Big Mac for you. DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Postmates is going to be the platform that the more affluent customer is going to engage with. And uh, really what Postmates or DoorDash are going to do is pick it up from uh, the McDonald's and then deliver it to the customer. And that's essentially the, de the delineation of our relationship with our company. Anything that happens inside the four walls of Laundry Lab, the store owner or the franchisee owns, and then 2U will corporately manage everything that happens outside of the four walls. And so 2U will be responsible for acquiring the customers, supporting and servicing the customers, the pickup and delivery, and all the franchise owner is going to have to do is process the cleaning, which is washing, drying, and folding the clothes, packaging them up. And then we give them all the tools, technology, processes necessary. And it's more like a national account program that uh, Laundry Lab exclusively has with 2U. Amazing. That is so unique in regards to franchises. Um, yep. Wow. And so the, the U2 um, concept, is that available everywhere in the country or do you build it out as you build out a store? Um, we'll build it out as we build out a store. So we're going to build our expand to use expansion timeline is going to or roadmap is going to basically follow our store openings for Laundry Lab. And so we'll prioritize we won't launch a to you market unless there's a Laundry Lab in in the market. And so um, we're actively working with our franchise partners um, to kind of build our roadmap for expansion. And so um, we're going to launch to you in Tampa, which was uh, excitingly our first franchise store opening that happened about two months ago. Um, we're going to launch Tampa here this year with to you. And then next year, ideally we'll launch another 10 plus markets, San Antonio, um, Austin, Atlanta, Charleston, Dallas, et cetera, so on and so forth, uh, where we have uh various uh, owners in different phases of getting their store open. And so that'll kind of drive and dictate our roadmap. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. So uh, if I'm thinking about buying a franchise, do I have to love doing laundry? <laughs> <laughs> Great questions. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we have coined the term laundropreneur. So we're looking for laundropreneurs 
who are who are looking to get in the laundry industry for a various number of reasons. At the end of the day, we want to work with awesome people. Um, this is uh, what some people consider a more passive uh, semi-absentee business concept. Um, you can be as invested uh, as you want into the business. We're, we're attracting an incredible spectrum of store owners, people who are looking to leave the corporate world, who I'm sure you interact with on a daily basis. We're starting to attract a lot of highly sophisticated, experienced multi-unit franchise owners, people experienced in McDonald's, Planet Fitness, and other uh, fast food or, or gym fitness concepts who are looking to diversify, who know the ins and outs of franchising, uh, who may not know the laundry industry, but that's something that we can teach. And that's part of obviously our system. So you don't necessarily need to love, love doing laundry. Um, you will fall in love with it. Uh, uh, if you, if you buy in or ultimately become a franchise store owner, uh, we get, Laundry is just one of those things. If you think about it, everybody has to do it, whether you're the uber wealthy or um, uh, you have to use a laundromat and maybe you're living paycheck to paycheck. Everyone has to do laundry. And so we we get to provide solutions and services that just make doing laundry better and more modern and using technology. And you get to see the true impact uh, with Laundry Lab, uh, especially enhancing the communities that we ultimately go into. Uh, it's just the intangible benefits. And and so you do end up falling in love with uh, with laundry and the service that you're providing, whether you want to or not. So let's talk about um, markets and territory. Um, I mean, I used to do city planning years ago before I was in franchising. Um, and so laundry maps would be in certain kind of neighborhoods where there's a lot of apartments because they don't have their own washer dryer. So they're going to go to the laundromat. Yep. Looking for that same kind of demographic, or are you going to go into uh, more like suburban, you know, up, uh, middle, upper middle class type? Uh, yeah. So we've spent a lot of time investing in data technology to ultimately develop our strategic market mapping. And so we worked with a third party uh, real estate franchise analytics group to help us go through that exercise. And um, it really just opened up our eyes to how you can leverage data and resources out there to ultimately gain confidence in real estate. Um, uh, and so we went through that exercise, kind of prioritized the top 70 MSAs across the country or, or big markets. And then uh, we, we, we first went through sort of a brand and customer analysis. And so we, we collected a ton of proprietary first-party data around laundromats because there, there wasn't just accessible out there. So we had to create it our own and then use that and extrapolated that data across the country, um, diving deep into a specific market where we know down to uh, an intersection where we would want to put a laundry lab in each given market. And then we can kind of leverage those uh, demographic data points on population density, renter population, um, drive time, household incomes, all of that we have, um, the, which uh, influenced our our, our uh, exclusive territories that we've developed in every market. And so we expose those to franchise owners in the, the development process to ultimately award them a specific trade area. And these trade areas are more so what you're sort of uh, alluding to or referencing, but we are going into areas where there are existing laundromats, but they're not laundry labs. We're, we're looking to elevate the, the laundromat experience for the customer. And uh, at the end of the day, our customers are probably going to other laundromats. They're waiting, they're, they're 
passively waiting for a laundry lab to be available in their neighborhood. And so um, we are going into these uh, um, lower income, uh, high renter population areas. Um, again, that could be uh, different by market uh, in New York and the Northeast in general, Boston, where you have older infrastructure, some of the more expensive apartments or houses don't have washer and dryer hookups. And so that customer demographic is going to be a little bit different. The exciting thing with Laundry Lab is we are highly, highly, highly focused on driving as much revenue through those four walls as possible. And so that's where we spend a lot of our time corporately with corporate innovation is how do you build more revenue and provide a higher return to our store owners? And so not only will we go into areas where the core business can thrive and succeed, we're also looking for ways to uh, enhance the customer experience through revenue generating opportunities. And so we look at a lot of different ways to service multiple different customer segments, um, service with different services in those four walls. So um, it can uh, ultimately innovate and change our real estate strategy in the future, but we're very confident about the position we're in today with where we're where we're placing laundry labs. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's um, what people don't understand about franchising is everything is so data driven these days. So, like you said, you know, right down to the intersection where you want to put these kind of stores, and it's because the data is available more now than ever. So it's easier than ever, in my opinion, to get into business and, and to be successful. And it's because of all, you know, every time you swipe for, you know, the frequent patron card at the supermarket, it's collecting that data, right? Yep. Every time you go to the pharmacy and you, just, you know, you want to swipe and you get all those coupons and all that stuff from CVS, they're, you know, they're collecting data. And every yep. time you like something on Facebook or <laughs> Instagram or whatever, it's all being recorded. So we know exactly where the folks are. And that's and, and the thing is, is to an extent it's available to everybody, but to get the yeah. data, you have to pay for it. Yeah. It's really expensive. So when a franchise like yours comes to town, they just kind of blow away the moms and pops. You just blot out the sun because you have all this data that's just not available to the average guy that owns a laundromat. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's about being deliberate. And I think you, we just look at the business differently. We're not, we're not satisfied with status quo. And that's what a lot of, at least in our industry, that's what a laundry, a lot of laundromats are. They're just, they're slightly better than maybe the next door neighbor. Um, and they open the doors in the morning um, hope customers come in, lock the doors at night, uh, collect their profits and kind of go home. And that's not what we're about. We're, we look at the opportunity uh, with the customer traffic, how often they're coming to provide a service and valuable service to the customers and hopefully their revenue driving um, services. And we just want to provide value to that end user and you have to leverage data um, to get smarter, work harder, um, and uh, that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, I think we're just being more deliberate, um, uh, smart, uh, and always just challenging, asking questions to get better and better and better. And uh, I mean, you can kind of see on the wall behind me, um, one of our core values here at Laundry Lab is excellence, and we hold ourselves to a very high standard. And part of that just has to do with being the best and competitiveness and, and accountability and and kind of all of that ties into how we're what we're different. Cool. 
So as, as I'm thinking about buying a franchise, why would I want to consider Laundra Lab? Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways that people look at considering Laundry Lab. I think some of the the table stakes are going to be that we are a full service support model. So if you are working a nine to five job in corporate and you're envisioning retirement three, four or five years, we're going to be more than what you're or we're going to be exactly what you're looking for. Uh, We have all of the full service sort of suite from real estate, site selection, design, construction, project management, new store opening, marketing, operations, and ongoing technology. I mean, we are investing very heavily into our team to support our franchisees. Um, Our mission is to provide a five-star experience uh, for our customers and our franchisees, and we're very deliberate about that. Uh, The team is working uh, on creating those resources and tools. And so I think you're betting on the right team when you're choosing to work with Laundry Lab, the innovation is something you probably don't see a lot of in franchising in general. We're a modern day company that just happens to be uh, leveraging franchising and we're investing millions of dollars into proprietary technology, into data and analytics to drive. And so you're, I think you can feel confident when you're interacting with our team on the support that you're going to get and just how smart the support is. Um, and so we're vertically integrating in a lot of different areas where a lot of people aren't. Um, I think the, is the industry in and of itself, it's a growing industry that has never had a dominant player in the space. And so that's just, it's a ripe opportunity. Um, it's, it's a fairly safe uh, and successful business to get into. Um, laundromats are an essential business. You're not going to get impacted by a recession or a pandemic. Um, and so we can kind of check some of those boxes. And then a lot of people like it because uh, it's a pretty low labor light uh, business model, low inventory. And so there's not a lot of complexity to it uh, when you break it down and compare it to a lot of other businesses. This isn't driving subscriptions and members. Um, you're not having to have a core specific uh, employee that you have to rely on to generate your revenue. Um, and uh, this isn't uh, something that has a lot of um, sort of that high touch experience. At the end of the day, you need to drive customers into your business. And once they step foot into your business, they're going to become a loyal customer because there's there's a no brainer reason why you wouldn't continue to do your laundry at a laundry lab. And so um, it's, I guess the, the overall simplicity compared to other business models is a, is a big driver of what's getting people into, uh, into what we're doing. No question about it. Are you guys, so did you mention you're doing outbound marketing um, to draw customers into the store as well? Oh yeah. So that's one of our core competencies uh, is from, we're really good at technology, really good at marketing, really good at operations. Uh, marketing is one thing that we are, we've developed the, the systems and the programs to drive revenue. And we really are looking for owners to focus most of their time on the operations. And then the employee experience does matter while there, while there's not a huge need for a, a lot of people to manage a laundry lab we want to be deliberate about, I mean, the employee at the end of the day can bring some of the most impact to the store and customer experience. And so we really want our store owners to develop the right team, even though it's a small team, the right team. And uh, I mean, people use Chick-fil-A as sort of an example, but um, it's never going to get old because Chick-fil-A has just set the bar 
for your customer experience. And it's why people wait in line 20 cars long deep to get the food. It's good food. It's not like amazing difference in food, but it's the quality, it's the consistency, and it's the experience that you have while you're there, which drives that loyalty. And they're open one less day uh, a week, um, which is 52 times uh, a year, less than your McDonald's or whatever it is. And, and their revenues are more than double uh, on average on a store level. And it's just, all, they're deliberate about, about all those things I mentioned. And so we oh, like yeah. to hold our ourselves to that, that standard and, and uh, uh, that's what we're focused on. Yeah. Fantastic. It's um, the, the average Chick-fil-A makes more money than a McDonald's, um, a Quiznos, oh, not a Quiznos, McDonald's, Chipotle and Subway combined. Yeah, that's crazy. It's nuts. And um, like their founder said, we take off Sundays because we got to give a chance to everybody else to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're trying, um, but yeah, it's it's fascinating to hear things that are like that. But they're deliberate about what they do, and they care, and they invest. I mean, that's the big thing. They you can't just pay people more money and hope that you have a higher quality employee. I mean, they invest in the training, they invest in the the benefits. Um, and it's just, it's not just to throw, throw money at it, but it has to be deliberate and, and, uh, a system and continue to iterate and change and be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think that's what makes businesses better and better, stronger and stronger as they scale. So Dan, um, change gears a little bit here. What's the best piece of business advice that you have ever received? I think usually the top thing that comes to mind for me is I think a statement of it takes a village to do uh, what you're doing. You just can't do things on your own, whether you're, you're a sole founder or co-founder or whatever it is. um, You can maybe start your own business, but um, you need resources. You need a team, you need support, you need mentors, advisors, and you need people to lean on. Um, sp- support from spouses, whatever it is, uh, you just have to look at it. You just can't be narrow-minded and, and independent and selfish and have a big ego. Um, and uh, it 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 has taken a village, and will continue to take a village to do what we're doing. And we've been very uh, focused on surrounding ourselves with the right mentors, the right advisors, having the right investors to ultimately increase the chances of success and, and pivot and, and be agile around challenges. And, and uh, it's helped us. It's created so much leverage and, and value for us to be able to be a phone call or an email away from an executive who's done this 20 years uh, in the making. And that's helped us accelerate, especially as, as, as a founder, you have to have that you can't have a big ego. You have to be able to lean on others to be able to do what you're trying to do. And so, uh, long story short, um, you can't do things alone and uh, it takes a village to do most things. Uh, and so I think that that's been incredible. That's something I've taken to heart and uh, it's helped us 10 times over. What's um, one myth that you would like to bust about franchising or about the laundry business? That it's unsexy. Uh, I think a lot of people think uh, um maybe an industry like ours is unsexy or even franchising. Um, there are, I have just franchising specifically I've, as we've been in it, there's so many awesome, incredibly successful and smart people 
who have built significant wealth in franchising. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. And so uh, I think you don't have to go be a, a founder of the Facebook or Amazon or what have you. I mean, there's wild stories of people who have scaled a single brand, multiple brands, multiple units to billion dollar exits. And uh, that was incredibly eye-opening to hear. And it's a it's an industry or a sector of business that is changing rapidly, uh, especially in sort of the modern day world with technology. Um, I think there's a lot of it out there. And there's incredible brands that have been sort of emerging into the space uh, that have un- uncovered how franchising um, is is a sexy business where you can work with sophisticated owners and people to help you scale your concept who have almost as equally amount of skin in the game or buy-in and passion for what you're doing. And we've been very fortunate and humbled to come across our store owners, the the 24 that we've brought on and in a short 12 to 14 months that we've been doing this uh, are equally as, as, as passionate about the as franchising and, and the laundry industry as we are. And that's been pretty relieving um, and, uh, and eye-opening to say the least, because uh, right. these are these are people we can lean on and learn from and grow with, and uh, they're right along there with us through the ups and downs, and and so uh, those are those are a few lessons learned, definitely uh, of sort of this pre conception around those industries. Yeah, no question, and and I think that um, you know what I predict for the future is that Laundry Lab will be sort of a model where people will look and say, you know, that laundry lab company that everybody knows, they started <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. You know, and look at how successful they are. And and so that's that's the thing. So many great businesses start in a recession. Um, you know, we're battling through that. And, you know, we're going to be fine in the long run. Uh, we may have a scar or two on the way out, but that that's where the stories are made. So absolutely. <laughs> so I appreciate it. This is so great. I, I any parting words of advice to anybody who is listening and they're thinking about franchising, they just don't know, like just in general, what would you advise somebody right now? Yeah, I mean, I think don't be afraid to uh, reach out to others in the industry, whether it's specific to a fran- a franchisee, a single unit owner, multi-unit owner. I think you just you need to connect with people and and you never know who you're going to meet next or uh what that person is going to be able to do for you and um i think uh uh doing the right due diligence matters when you're when you're exploring a business ownership or or franchise ownership and there's a lot of people out there who are willing people like yourself who can help others navigate the the challenges that that maybe you have experienced in the past or others have experienced in the past and and that's that's true tribal knowledge that is uh, incredibly valuable and so I, I would say if you don't ask you don't get and so don't be afraid to reach out to people um, whether it's you're looking at a, a specific brand or not I don't think that that necessarily matters you just need as many data points as possible to help you feel more confident and comfortable now. There's there's definitely paralysis by analysis, which I challenge a lot of people to stay away from, but um, which you can get into. But 
um, don't be afraid to ask people, collect data points on that and uh, and reach out. And and if you're at all interested in, in Laundry Lab, you know where to find me. Um, reach out via link, LinkedIn, uh, reach out through Tom, um, whatever it is, uh, uh, we're available. People exploring the industry uh, or Laundry Lab specifically, we're, we're ready to chat and, and help out. Yep. This is great. Dan, thank you so much for your time. So if you go to thefranchiseacademy.com, the Laundry Lab contact information will be there, websites, the whole nine yards. So check that out at thefranchiseacademy.com. Dan, thank you so much again, and uh, hope to see you at a franchise conference real soon. Oh, no problem. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, I know we'll be seeing each other here soon. Absolutely. Have a great one. Take care. Likewise. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.